Sure. I'll talk it out. Yeah. Let's just have a conversation. Track three. <clears throat> Better not be fucking Dave Matthews band. Okay. Those of you who don't want to be a part of this can leave now. Derek, please listen to me. But if you choose to stay, which it seems like you guys are choosing. Derek, please. You understand and agree to the following terms and conditions. Derek! One. Derek, this is the virus. You talking. hereby waive your right Derek, please. to your own personal bodily integrity. This is not you. Two. Per the state versus Neville Reed, my colleague and I will not be held criminally liable for any felony or misdemeanor that you may be a victim of, including, but not limited to, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, disorderly conduct, destruction of property, mayhem, and first degree murder. And three, terms and conditions may change or be updated Whatever the fuck I want! Consider yourselves notified. you primitive screwheads listen up i got news for you pal you ain't leading but two things right now jack and shit jack left town well hello mr fancy pants in my office and I heard a rocket. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? I'm in my prime. 
kill me. Now you want to kiss me. Blow. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. All right, DJ Anubis. And DJ Neko. Feeding her face. With you with another episode of the Hordes of Chaos and the Meltdown Radio Podcast. We are visited once again by the members of Nomos. And special Yay! guests. Special wow. guest, Skyler. <laughs> How's it going, guys? This is how it went last time. Like it just. I got you. I got As they were eating away. It's important to eat. Yes. Got to get get the fuel in the body. So why don't you guys go ahead? So since some of those may not know who you are, introduce yourselves. I'm Henry. I play drums. Do a little bit of vocals. I'm Roger. Just vocals. I'm Ben. I'm Ben. I'm John. And I'm John. They don't do anything in the band. We don't do anything. We just sit around and look pretty. Yeah. That's the best kind of job. I need that job. We need that. Everybody needs that job. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so as I was telling these guys uh, before we jumped on here, last time I interviewed you, Neko was out on the waters, and she was a little bit jealous that Yeah, I was in Taiwan. So uh, she said, can I get these guys in here because i got to see them before I leave. And, and I'm leaving soon so we got him in and i guess uh you all were like haven't seen each other for a while either so yeah it's been like three months yeah it's the first yeah. time we've all been together since march 8th this is oh! like if they ever split up we just we need to do this and get them reunited for on them. march 8th like, box show. Oh, cool. so that was the last time I mean, I've seen Ben since then, but it's yeah, I've seen everyone but Henry yeah. since then. What the hell? <laughs> I think, I think too, the whole thing with this, the last time we saw you was uh, at the pie shop, and that oh, was yeah. February. Yeah, it's February. That was an amazing show. Mm, it was it's great. Like it was packed. That's like going the in the That's going in my book. That's like easily one of the best shows I've ever played in my life. Hundred percent. Yeah, for like, sure. I the think the love was there. Everyone like showed support. Everybody like everything was just five stars. Like not, there was no. That was a great night. The management was truly terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I think. I think we had a good time there too. Like everybody was. Yeah, the bar was hot. Everybody was like. On their A game. All the bands hanging from the ceilings. That's jumping. Frankie. Frankie yeah. was fucking hanging. <laughs> but it was it was not this large place, but it was packed, and everybody was from the outside in the patio all the way up to the stage. It was people like you really packed it in that night. <laughs> that sounds a little dirty. Even paying attention to the crowd, like I remember watching the video afterwards, and being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying any attention. There's people like hanging from chandeliers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> so obviously, yeah, so, uh, I was there. Sure. You know, like. I had to watch back videos. I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. Sick. <laughs> so obviously, COVID has affected a lot of things, including yeah. touring and everything else. Like, how's it been affecting you guys? <laughs> well, no, go ahead. Like, we're not alone. Like, it's not us that uh, everything. Yeah, but this was supposed no to be like our year. Like, everything was lined up for us. We did to, have like, a lot. Yeah, we were about to do some shit. It was a MDF ear slaughter, the warm oh, thing. Jesus. Fucking... Oh yeah, the mm. yeah. We, we were supposed to do <laughs> a lot this year. 
It's been affecting you job-wise, too, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was hard. Oh, yeah. We, all, we all lost well, our job. I still haven't found it yet. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching Ben's timeline. He's like, hey, if anybody got any work, just send me a message. Yeah, I, barely, I barely found shit, too. I was working, like, two days a week, maybe. Ah. For, like, months. Not fun. Yeah, I've been helping, like, friends move stuff and hear, like, just anything. Well, it's difficult. It's, it's not... It's all the way down to, like, honestly because I, I teach dance when I'm home recreational dancing we they can't even have a recital because you can't have anybody yeah. all the way up to like giant concert tours you can't have anybody gather so it's it's affecting everybody yeah. like everything is kind of fucked right now everything that's performance based Any kind of event. we have yeah. a we have a fair here you know um in 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 Dundalk that Every year, for like, I don't know, 60 years, they have this big 4th of July fair, and they're like... Oh my god. Yeah, no, they, they're like, it's just, even though it's outside, there's a lot of people, we don't know... 4th of July was really interesting, and honestly pretty exciting, because I... So, all the events were cancelled, mm -hmm. but everyone had their own, like, fireworks, and yeah. fireworks yeah. and stuff. All around here, too. I, no, no lie, I drove down to D.C., because it was actually an accident. I was trying to get to Virginia. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was blocked for some reason. I was forced into the city so I can, like, make my way back. Uh -huh. And everywhere was just fireworks. It sounded like a war was going on. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't believe that this was happening in the capital. You know, the capital is very strict. Mm -hmm. right? But at one point, uh, a giant firework, somebody has misfired it. It exploded in the ground. And, like, kind of, like... In my face, kind of, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't in my face, but like it was near you. Yeah, it was very. I, I, pretty sure I felt the heat from it. That <laughs> was just my my heart rate. <laughs> sure. But it was it was pretty cool. That because you where we live, you see how the back has like the the walkthroughs, the alleys, the kids. And the adults were all yeah. just. We literally had someone like on a street right here doing a bunch of shit. I'm like, it's shit. Next morning, I get out there, my car's got shit all yeah, over. Yeah, there's just like, shit. There damn. was like empty firework shells oh. everywhere. <laughs> but it's kind of like this whole everything being canceled because of COVID sucks. However, you're seeing people get creative with things mm -hmm. overall. Oh yeah, that's true. And that's that's what I kind of like appreciate. So. What are you What are you guys doing right now in the co the new COVID world? Selling yeah. merch. Selling merch. The only thing that's been like boosting us still is like we finally opened the online merch store and more people that bought it. And then people were posting pictures of them wearing the merch, and then people would see it, and then they'd go and buy it. And I was like, okay, well, this is helping. Yeah, I see a lot of bands doing stuff like that, and they're like creating like you know a song here or there they're trying to get online and do all Everything. that yeah well, also y'all did that whole promotion with donating to you know oh yeah the black lives matter you know, and stuff like yeah. that and we're definitely supportive of that and yeah. that's important you know when you can engage your uh, your fan base with the black lives matter movement or whatever movement you choose yeah. and you can say hey i support this if you support us we're going to support it together i was i that was, was like a no brainer for us yeah. we've, been, we've, like that, yeah, we've been singing people, we've been singing yeah. and, and writing about police brutality since the very beginning That's so true. Mm -hmm. that was like natural for us yeah we had to jump on that to to help where we can um, it was really interesting to see how much people when it were like I knew people were supportive of it, but then to just see it is kind of different. And, you know, we did, 
were able to fundraise more money than I even expected. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, like people really care. This is beautiful. I, I love this, pe bringing people together. And we definitely want to do more fundraising activities in the future. You know, we're always up for a benefit show. Obviously, that's not a thing right now. So this is like the least we can do is. I mean, you, you, do, you could do like a benefit again, like the shirt <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we're definitely coming up. We're open to ideas. I think, it, I think it's important because you're also still engaging with your, your fan the base, fan base yeah. and that's like, it's interesting too, and we're not, we're, I'm not going to get, because we try not to get too political on here because, you know, whatever, but with the uh, whole police brutality thing, the one thing around Baltimore that we always kind of joke about is Baltimore is one of the most highly funded police forces. Yeah. But yet, they still can't get their fucking shit together. They're one of the most corrupt. And the most corrupt, like... Yeah, they really I think, are. I think it all goes back to there's no money in actually preventing crime. Once they stop the flow of arrests, they stop getting paid. Well, like, my, my cousin, she, she was a Baltimore City police officer for years. And her husband, she met her husband... <laughs> she met her husband working on the force and oh. they they both were like we have to get the fuck out of Baltimore because it's like the worst place to be a police officer ever yeah. like yeah it's, it's extremely corrupt like I've but with I've this seen time, it. <laughs> with this time having uh, y'all been like working on some new shit though that's like that's pretty fucking cool it's been giving us well yeah that's probably like the only plus side to all the and she should join you going on she oh, is your promotions director. No, no, no. I expect that. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to some of that. Uh, I've got a lot of music planned for today. A few Nomos tracks, obviously. I was like, now I feel bad for like. Oh, you're good. No, you're good. Because we're, we're going to get to that. As I was telling John, though, um, I went to like Ben's, John's, and Henry's Facebook page. I couldn't go to yours because you don't fucking have one. Why it's hacked. Yeah. So I kind of just perused some of your lists, see what you guys are listening to lately. So I got a few interesting tracks in there you might recognize. As well as some good classic. In fact, I know John, we you posted something about Napalm Death's Harmony Corruption 30 year anniversary. So we are going to kick off our first block with something from that called If the Truth Be Known.
to the hordes of chaos only on Metal Tavern Radio. Pump it. Alright, DJ Anubis. And DJ Nico. Back with you on Hordes of Chaos with the band Nomas. Partying in the basement. Woo! So, Roger... You wanted to... Parting is good? No, no, no dying. No dying, please. No dying in the basement. So Roger wanted to talk about, he has a GoFundMe going on right now. Um, Right, so so I started a GoFundMe for uh, my cousin's baby in Ecuador, which is where I was born. Um, You can go to GoFundMe and search contribute to a life-saving meal for baby Samuel. We only have about $200 raised, but literally anything helps, $25, $50. What me and my mom are doing is sending the money to Ecuador, and my brother and my niece, they're uh, just getting supplies for the baby. He's malnourished, um, and so we're just using that money to you know, help feed the baby and uh, you know, anything else that the baby needs. It's A lot of par- poverty is really big yeah. over there, so it, there's like... Literally anything helps. And I'm sure with everything going on right now, like, it's kind of crazy in Ecuador. Uh It's crazy everywhere, and that is on, you know, countries. Well, we'll definitely spread the word about that. We're going to post a link to the GoFundMe so that everybody can contribute. We'll make our own donation, so I'm glad you told us about that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, And speaking of which, last time you guys were in here, do you believe it or not, you are the highest rated download for Metal Tavern Radio, like, the last time, so. Why? Really? 
Because you guys are just <laughs> that fucking awesome. I mean, I think I downloaded it myself at it least really twice. There's a lot of people with brain damage out there. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it a thousand times. Well, they, fig- they figure it's like a train wreck, so the more they listen, the more it just gets crazy. I know? understand. It still blows out of control. It's like right. a right. fire. You just I'm can't still stop looking at it. Dude, it's like a train wreck. You can't look away, you know? That's hysterical. So, getting to some of the stuff we were talking about before, like with the tours, and you guys were supposed to play Maryland Death Fest this yes, year. Yes, we were. And I'm really uh, bummed that that didn't happen. Because you guys were actually <laughs> listed to go right before Violence, and I had never seen oh them, God, so. That, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, it was supposed to be Friday, soundstage, and it was like such a killer lineup with ACXDC negative Dude. approach. Fucking violence. Uh, violence was going to be so was there was, Yeah. There was I was so excited to see ACXDC. I grew that, up this year. Was to stay. I remember I had a lot of people. I mean, it like, looked like a good year this year. Day. And I was like, damn, man. It really is. I was mostly stoked when we first got announced for it. I was like, bro, we're playing with this member. Yeah. Like, I never thought that I would, you know, like, as a kid, like, I never thought that I would ever get to even see them live, let alone... Right. I feel like this year, what was supposed to happen was solid. Like, they really kicked up their game, because last year, last year, we... Was meh. We were like, I'm like, should I just go work instead of... Come to MDF. That's like yeah, our vacation every year. Used to be so much better. I, think a lot of I was actually talking canceled. about that with me and Henry went uh, last year, and I was like, I don't. I think Voltweiler was the only band we watched, and that was because they're our friends. Yeah. But like I don't, I can't remember watching like an entire set from last year. Was the first year we missed. That was the first year we missed a nine years prior. So that was my first to ten years. I was there the whole time, but I was mostly just at like all the parties, like hanging out with my first MDF ever, and I didn't get to fucking go. Oh, I think I I watched. uh, I watched most of Devourment too. They were pretty cool. Devourment's cool. Got to hang out with Chris. I don't know what happened last year. Like they. It, it just, it felt like it was disorganized. It, I felt like they didn't get as many bands as they normally do. And then when we were, like, even our friends who come visit us every year for MDF, they didn't even seem interested. And these are, like, hardcore yeah. death metal people. Well, two, who, three years ago, they had uh, Pig Destroyer and mm-hmm. Worm. Oh, that was 2018. You were, you were there for that. Yeah, you were great. Yeah. Yeah. Before that. Maybe and Worm Rock was... So, so, like, 2019 was just kind of a... 2017, they had Insect Warfare. Yes. So, like, 2019 felt like a... I don't want to say a letdown, but kind of like it just wasn't as much effort. So then they came in strong for this year, and then we got fucked. Yeah, there's various people out there that thought 2019 was one of the better years. I don't agree with that. Me either. We don't. We don't either. I actually went and worked instead of going to. I probably would have went, but like I was like, there's just nobody I want to see. Mm-hmm. Expensive, yo. Yeah. I was actually. I was supposed to play. Uh, Last year, you said no, and you're like, I want to do it with this member. Well, no, 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 no. no. Uh, I was in Ampling. Yeah, they were playing, so, uh, right? So I, I was in the band when we got announced for that, but I had left the band because Nomas got so busy, mm-hmm. and they got pissed off that I was so busy with Nomas, so I just left the band. You know, that actually kind of ties into something I wanted to talk about because, you know, I've known you a long time and you've been in different projects throughout the years, but I don't think I've ever seen as much attention or, you know, love for Nomos than I've ever seen with anything you've been attached to. Well, that comes for two reasons. Every other band I've ever been in, I've been in some cool bands. One, the members weren't as dedicated, Mm -hmm. and that's always was the number one turnoff. Is like just being with people that were like doing it as a hobby or doing it for clout. Right. So whereas in this band, like everybody is like they eat, breathe, and 
100 percent in yeah you know what i mean like this yeah. is what we do we're right. true to this not new to this i like that slogan so that that right there has kept me interested in this band that's why I, i've been a part of multiple releases where a lot of my old bands i would leave after the first album mostly it's because of the way i felt about the members right i like i never felt like i was like why should i give 110 percent if everyone else is giving 80 percent exactly and then the other thing is it's fucking good it's very good. Uh, like, that's like an understatement. I mean, like, it's good. Like, what we have created together is really of. good. Like, we're proud of but it. But I yeah. love, like, when I see, like, you post, like, reviews or interviews for, like, Decibel and stuff like that. I'm like, this is really quite amazing There's to watch. There's so much love being shown. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I love seeing you and, like, you could just come up with something really quick and then Henry just, like, bounce right back off the camera. Like, that's, yeah, I was going to say, the chemistry with yeah. you guys is, like, yeah, yeah. tight and shit. I, I, that is, like, we definitely, like, Thankfully, we got Ben because we had a lot of problems with bass players. But me, Roger, and Henry definitely have like a very strong dynamic. Even even though we get disagree as people a lot, when it, when it comes yeah. down to like when we're we, a family, it'll when, happen. When it's we, a musical yeah. family. When we start playing, like there's something undeniable there. Right. So I I realized that years ago. So that's another reason why I've put more focus into this than anything I've ever done. We stand behind our product. <laughs> you should. Yes, I'm extremely proud of this band. And you guys were talking about another tour this year. That has it been rescheduled? Have have they heard anything about it? Or no? Ah, that sucks. It was it was being booked in the middle of when the COVID thing came up. But yeah, we were supposed to do a full U.S. with Warm Rock. That's and, crazy. Horse uh, Nation too. Yeah, we were supposed to do a week with Horse Nation, but the Warm Rock thing, I remember. When we got the offer for that, we were all like jumping yeah. out of our skin. <laughs> I dropped my phone. I think I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, I remember they emailed me, and I sent the dudes the email, and we were just so like, we were just like, "Fucking a!" Like this is. I mean, and it was like we didn't ask anybody. Like it was like we were contacted out of the blue for it. Really oh, you were approached. That is yeah, amazing. Yeah, that was, oh, it happens a lot with these guys. Like that's it, what makes true. it so crazy. Like I'm like, wow. Yeah, we we were like, we were extremely grateful, but also like, I mean, Wormwood was one of the reasons why we started this band. Yeah. Yeah. I got to play with them when I was like 15. That's awesome. What? I didn't know that either. It was still necropsy and not noisome. Oh, like we just happened to get on their fucking show at the old talking head at Sonar. What? You like something every day? That's oh the old Sonar. (laughs) This one goes out to the the movie. The first band. I miss Sonar. I went to my first hardcore show there. It was. I agree. We like we would the first year we went to Death Fest, Sonar had it set up like beautifully. Like the way they had like the the two on either side and then the one inside. It was the year before that. They had they had the um, inside and then one on the outside. Didn't that venue shut down because it like it came out that it was like a front? Yeah, it was a front for drug running. Yeah. But it was it was it was owned by one guy, and he sold it to this other guy, and it turned out that that guy was using it for a front for his drug ring. And like I did, I did a whole. It's always the other guy. The other guy. Well, I mean, because they they saw it was a successful business, and how can they? What else can you do? It's no money live music. How can we fuck this up? Right, well, I mean, right. it's easy because it's a cash business. How many people go to a club and be like, I have, you know, 50 bucks in my pocket. I'm just going to buy $2 beers all night. And that's how they can, like, funnel the money oh, in. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing it was, like, over $10 million in weed alone. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, remember, that's a lot of weed. I, I was like, like, wow. 
Yeah. Holy shit! That must have been a lot of weed. <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, that must have been a lot of weed. It's like a Brinks truck full of weed that they dumped into weed. somebody. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see Ben's dreaming right now. He's like just jumping into the big hay. It's like the ball pit when you're a kid. You just dive into it. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully not as dirty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did notice also you bought some new gear. Oh, you're talking about me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, bought some, I bought some stuff. And some stuff. Yeah, you did. We, we, I, I didn't know we were going to talk about my gear on the show. <laughs> I always like talking about my gear. Yeah, I bought a bunch of Mesa Boogie shit. Well, you were so, saying so something about that. like you were trying to change up your sound or something? Not necessarily that. It's just that I've always been in a position where like. I never have enough money to get what I want. Right. And, like, so I always, like, me and Henry were talking about where I'm always like, okay, well, I can get this and make this work. And, you know, it's like I'm always, like, penny-pinching or, like, trading shit or, like, doing this and that. But now I had, like, a little bit of money, and I was like, it's probably the first and last time that I'm ever going to be able to do this. So I bought everything that I've always wanted, and it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, we practice with it. It does. Yeah, we were we were working on the new stuff the other night with it, and everyone was like, "Bro, this shit sounds great." You're making an investment, not only into like, yourself, but like, yeah. I was like, "This will probably be the last shit that I ever have to." Buy. It's a tax write-off. Yeah. Just I was remember, yeah. Just, right, 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 that shit you off, right? <laughs> yes, he, you I have to. As expensive as it was, yeah. Well, well, considering it's your job, really, it is your job. See, you have not anymore because of COVID. But well, guys, but I'm just saying in general. You have to think about yourself as an individual, quote unquote, corporation. Well, blah, I forget blah, blah. about it was it's a like, while. It's like running a business. It was yeah. a while back when COVID first started getting crazy, and they were starting to give out those checks. Well, I was like, there was uh, an article that said that the music industry needs their own. Because it affects you guys a lot worse yeah. than some other people. They're doing it in every other fucking Especially, I mean, right. like, restaurants, anybody. Yeah. A lot of this, I mean, especially Henry, like, his day job is in the music industry. Right. So, not only did it affect the band for him, like, the fucking, his day job. Right. You know, he's a fucking yeah, stage I, I just got, I got an email from work uh, two days ago. It's like, you might want to start looking for new jobs. Because oh, we're probably yeah. not going to have anything lined up until next year. Oh, that that's yeah. what we've been hearing. Like so Devin Townsend was supposed to play in March and they're like, Yeah, COVID not happening and then we're rescheduling for September. I got an email the other day. Yeah, not happening in September. So no date in the future. We'll give you a refund if you would like and it was a gift. Oh, did they offer a refund? Yeah, but oh. but they it was a gift to him from my mom. So like she bought him a present and it's like, uh, I'd rather have the, uh, the funny thing about that, though, and I, I, much as I love Devin, you know, he's got easier ways to make money than these guys. That's, I feel worse for them because no, but that, I'm, that's why I'm saying it's from everyone in in well, let's the. Let's be clear, we t- we don't make any fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> People might think we do, but Jesus fucking Christ, I work my ass off. Yeah, we. we it's affecting everyone in the entertainment But it's your passion. And you're doing it, it for does, me, so. I've worked through the whole thing. It's just, you know, it's just, you gotta roll with the punches. People, people even trying to get creative. So there is yeah. a strip club around here. Oh. Did I, um, I'm like. No, no, no. They, they, <laughs> they moved it outside. The strip club? Yes, and then they put giant fences around it. Oh, so no, no, no. You can go to the strip club. 
outside. They'll serve you outside, and, like, the strippers are outside, but they put big, like, privacy fences around. Because, I mean, granted, strippers are not performers. Is there any, in, is there any tall roofs nearby? Because I'll just go to It's that. Christina's. Strippers live matter. Yeah, strippers live matter, too. So, like, anybody who is in any kind of performance or entertainment, like, you gotta get creative. It's funny because you're talking about the fucking unemployment thing. You've been just like, you know, you're not doing capitalism right. You're not fucking living off the unemployment right now. It's true. No, if you're a, you're a bad capitalist, you don't take advantage. Well, it's true. It's like it's literally that. That is like what it's come down to. Well, the so sad like, thing uh, is, it, and I know we talked about this before we went on air, but like everybody who is unemployed has desperately tried to get on this this website and then they change the website and then they're like psych we have a new website and then it's and like then it oh breaks like five times. yeah it's like oh my god and then you have people who have gone eight weeks i know this because i, I have, yeah people i know are like so we we did unemployment and then my boss called me back because they they got the small business loan and i got furloughed again so i've been furloughed twice since march and me trying to reapply for unemployment they thought that she was lying. So she had to, like... I can't even imagine it, what it is for you guys because it's like, we're a band, so this is what we do. I think well, I, I mean, I, I work time. outside of the band, but... But I still... I haven't been... Uh, I haven't had, like, an official fucking job since, like, November. So it's like... It's a what do they expect me to do? Right. No, it's just more of being, I guess, like, the positive... But it is is something that makes you angry, because it's... Oh, it's... it's, Yeah, it's totally angry, I guess, but it's like... Yeah, I was really upset, because uh, I work in the bar industry, and I don't see... Like, like that took such a big hit. Like, I I can't, you know, just like Henry just explained for him, it's like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna have to find something new. And it's like... That's what to, sucks. I mean, then it out. is, what else can you... Because it's like, okay, everybody is suffering, so are you just going to, like, go into a new career? Are you going to be, like, a transcription yeah, person, I, I, or... I, mean, I feel like, yeah, at least Congress in the White House literally expects people to just go work at McDonald's or something in the interim. But there's like only that. so many fucking McDonald's. Yeah. Like, or is like everybody going to... Yeah. Like, just toss the American dream like, out of the fucking window. Right. Like, like, they even get paid that much. It's, and I was like, come on. I like, noticed there is definitely a lack of attention being put on the gig industry. It is. No, I get that too. And I get, like, a lot oh, of oh, God. I'm waving my hands. I just thought of this because... Yeah, <laughs> All of those small business loans that were meant for small businesses like yourself as a band and and these uh, gig-type jobs, these larger businesses have been using loopholes to get get the money. Churches, too. Yeah. Churches don't pay taxes, and they've been That thing burns me up. I have a question. With all the, like, madness going on, we're all aware of everything. Like, what... As like no loss, what do you want to like actually make positive into like bringing your music to people and being like, okay, well, you know, I'm putting this stuff out here. All we we want like to let them know that we're we want everyone know to know that we're like, pissed. I, I, y'all, yeah. should, y'all should hire her. <laughs> we have a guest interviewer, Skylar. <laughs> but like I'm serious. It's like, dude, what what do you That's feel a as question. a person to be like coming out? Like, what do I want to inflict on someone else? It's like, yeah. We, we're all mad, dude. We're fucking pissed off, and I'm pissed off about everything that's fucking going on, but, like, what do you see it as your perception of coming to, like, anything? Like, do you want to, like, maybe, like, what you say to me all the time is, like, oh, this one person's having to fucking 
terrible fucking life and like no loss brings in fucking joy. You know, like it might bring this one person joy. Like, what is your? I, I always think about how the reason I like music is because it's relatable. You know, yeah. like what I listen to mostly is things that I can relate to. Yeah, and, and it, we have yeah. been using that into our writing. We, you know, like everyone's everyone's going through a hard time right now. And we know it, you know? And I guess that's what I'm saying, it's like right now in this point, instead of pointing out every other issue, what do you want to make these people feel better about? Because it's like it... It goes beyond. It goes beyond the the lyrics and the content itself, too. I mean, if you see... if If you watch a band and they are really about it like that it's it's a feeling that you get it's, oh, no. it's contagious you know it's it's, it's yeah. kind of like same way we are actually I feel that that too. like again vulnerable my favorite fucking song by you guys 100 percent. 40 seconds of fucking awesomeness but i'm just always just like and you can relate to it because like that's we've the, all yeah. we've all been through experiences where we felt vulnerable and yeah so, so instead of all this when stuff, i watch like, nomos live it's just Pure rage. You, you have to understand this. This man loves Nomas. Like loves Nomas. We don't hold back. We leave it all on the stage. Like I'm definitely the most vulnerable on stage. Sometimes you can't tell I'm crying because I'm sweating so hard. But like, yeah, there's tears coming out my eyes. Frustration, sadness. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I leave it all up there. And it's all do. It makes me feel things. So I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not even that, like you bring obviously like y'all are fucking talented as fuck. Yeah. Amen to that. To, you know, you bring the fucking actual energy into it where you actually have emotion towards it. Where it's like someone just sitting there. Just we have a zeal for this. That's, be, that's because usually like off stage we're all like really nice, easygoing people. But then like we kind of save like, I mean me, me personally, I mean, it sounds so stupid and cliche, but like. Like when we go to like play and stuff, like I'm usually pretty mad. But that's but okay. I'm usually not that mad when we're just like all hanging out like this. Like right now, I'm in a really good mood and I'm not mad about anything. You're a nice guy. Well, you actually need, no matter who you are as a human, you need time to like step back sometimes and like not be so angry. Like, yeah, it's got to be there, but then sometimes it can't be there because otherwise you're just miserable. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't have anger without happiness. Right. Exactly. It's the yin and the yang. But I'm, like, really glad that, you know, bands like yourselves and bands that I grew up with, like, I grew up with depression and everything else, and yeah. without heavy metal, dude, I probably wouldn't even be here. Like, That's what it's, it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is literally my therapy. Like, without the shows or not, with, you know, like, even if I wasn't in this band, I would just be finding some way that I can yell my guts out, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's really why we all relate. I think, like, and this is pretty important to say, there's a lot of bands out there right now, and there's a lot of people that I think get into, like, this scene and this style of music to, like, either just fit in or, like, have some clout or something like that. And that's why there's so many, like, shitty imitation bands out there that don't really have an identity. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, one of the things that sets us apart is, like, one, we don't sound like anyone else. Two, we don't try to sound like anybody else. And everything that we do is very genuine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I said this in the last interview that we had, and I'll say it again because we stay true to this. Uh, we're primarily about three things. Uh, we're against all forms of injustices. We like to bring awareness to mental health, and that's yeah, so important. We're so important. So the separation of church and state, and those are things that like. Those are all things that I like completely yeah I I feel for yeah. all of those things. Believe me and. 
I think a lot of people who, like he was saying, as as growing up as a person, you connect with bands that really have that like that emotional pull. You know, like yeah, exactly. I mean, it's such a it's so funny because I I like a, a wide range of stuff. And but like going from like Rat, which is basically a, a party rock, hard rock band, which we're all really into. Yes, right. we are. I but then I, but the, then when I discovered like Harmony Corruption, that was like a whole fucking other world. Yeah, I just wasn't ready for it. For me, it was scum. Yeah, we have a huge rap room. <laughs> <laughs> she lives with me, so she. That's why she's saying this. What, Every wait, time we listen to music, it's either docking or rat. That's <laughs> okay. The king. That's okay. That's the important part about music. You can find joy, even if you're listening to whatever. And that the important thing about music is not it's just liking whatever you want. Exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, get back into some music here real quick. Got a couple blocks of music. I got a couple of things off of John's and Henry's list. will be in here. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I got a song from a band called Stallion, one of my favorite records that I want these guys yeah, to hear. Also got some classic Corner and Morbid Saint in here as well. Nice. Kick it off though with Burden, No Moss. Okay. Coming back at you.
Torrifier from Victoria, B.C. You're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Stay thrashing.
right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
much time to rock so get for this slop? Hmm? Hurry up, baby! I got something to do! Guess what? Okay! Yoo-hoo! You know what I do, baby! And I'm doing it! Snorting cocaine! Hey, Johnny Hot Dog! Guess what I just did? Cocaine! He didn't even answer! Hey, Shoeshine Boy! Wanna check me out do some of this here? Cocaine! Hey, Mr. Zoo Animal! Check this out! Cocaine! Hey, little boy with the b-b-b-balloon! Check this out! Cocaine! Don't tell nobody! Hey, Mr. Police! Uh-oh! All right, DJ Nubis. And DJ Neko. Took a little detour there with another block of some rock there for you. Doc and Rat in Living Color. Doc Uh One of the members from Nomos was partying too hard, picked a fight with the stairs and lost. So God he's... damn it, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. Hopefully he's doing okay here. We might have to send him to the hospital. I don't Eat know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can hang... On stage and be brutal, but. High school lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fell. He's got street cred now. We have an old house with steep steps. Sorry. <laughs> I think it was more of the whiskey. <laughs> Good excuse. That's what I would stick with. Uh, so we were talking about you guys trying to work on new music. Um, obviously, you've got an EP in two full lengths already. So what it, what have you got so far on any new material? Right now, the plan is, is we're working on like an actual full length. We consider Ray's Dalmal a full length because it's conceptual, but we realize it is short and some people consider an EP. We're actually working on like uh, what most people would consider a real album. Yeah. So 13 minutes versus 10? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, if we go from 7 to 13 wait, songs. Wait, we, we've talked about 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we can, we're hoping we can at least breach the 15 minute mark. Like, come on. <laughs> or, or at least, like, try. 13, 14 songs. But two of the songs we've written are two minutes long. So what? Which, which, uh, oh, so thing, hold them back. Know, hold them back. I've been listening to a lot of Queensryche, so, you know. It might get you up there. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Dream Theater influence is coming in now. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you know, just start having John play some solos for a couple minutes. Hey, if they would let me. I'd John gets a three minute solo. That's that's it. I'll, I'll play solos if they let me. Fuck it, who cares? They're all we'll just kind of silent right now. <laughs> yeah, whammy bar. Let's do it. You will do it. <laughs> whammy it up. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. You pick with the whammy bar and you use the whammy bar. I wonder if they sound like Carrie King solos. Oh god! I like to think I'm better than that. Think people would probably like judge you more for the fact they are doing something different versus like the quick, ten minute stuff grindcore where you're actually going more we with really like. Care. Don't know. Don't care. Yeah. yeah. We 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 write what we feel and we don't give a fuck what anyone has to say about it. So do you, do you uh, go for like a an entire concept album or are you doing it like conceptually by song? We talk a lot about like concepts like you know Roger and we'll talk all about like concepts for like lyrically for albums but musically not really it's usually like me hitting Henry up at three in the morning be like I have an idea <laughs> or you know vice versa like that and we just kind of we just do whatever we want yeah we really just do whatever we want 
and we don't care what anyone has to say about it. Yeah. Well, as far as the writing process goes, we uh, we, we bounce ideas off each other for sure, off each other for sure. But like, you know, we each have a job in the band, and we do our job. You know, if that like, I don't know. If you get what I'm saying? Like, um, no, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah. Everybody has, like, y you know, their like... Role. Yeah, their role. We allow everyone to, to feel, like... Like, I would, I'll never forget when we first started this band, and I remember I was having, like, some difficulties with some lyrical content. I'll never forget what Henry told me. He was like, if you have something to say, say it. And that stuck with me, because, like, it, it, if it's not true, if it's not coming from the heart, if it's not how I feel... Especially, yeah, you know, at the time, like we were talking about relating earlier, it's like, you know, the the best writing is always going to come from the heart. So, like, if this is how John feels, his riff will reflect that. If this is how Henry feels, how hard he hits will reflect that. What I am saying, and lyrically, will reflect how I feel. So it's like that. The best writing sometimes just kind of comes, you know. And with, with the songs that we have, this record is like. There's some curveballs there already. Yeah, like yeah. even in the early stages of writing, there's some curveballs. The so, best writing's so, gonna come naturally, you know. So what is your strategy? Do you just like What strategy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like what do strategy? you do you plan like okay I'm planning now and then we get together and we all share ideas, or do you just kinda get together in the studio and we're like, I'm gonna bang it out? No, we, the, we, 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 we tried to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happened, but what, what happens a lot is our songs come about either two ways. Sometimes I have a bunch of riffs, and I'll come over to Henry's house and I'll be like, "Here's all these riffs that I have," and then we'll drink a bottle of Evan Williams and then we'll make a song. Oh, that's that's the other way. Is if we have nothing and and there's a bottle of Evan Williams. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. The other way is we'll drink a bottle of Evan Williams and a song will pop out of it. So do you do you so. record yourselves though? Like when you're just kind of yeah, brainstorming yeah, we, we, and yeah, just we have rough demos. We drink a pint of motivation and the that's a good happens. idea. We we have the one shitty room mic up and we kind of like that, use that to remind ourselves because I would definitely forget everything that we've oh, ever wrote <laughs> if we didn't do that. Um, but yeah, like he was saying, like John was mentioning earlier, uh, we do like to get a head start as far as conceptualizing something like here's an idea of what we're going like for Raiz del Mal uh, yeah and I that had, can inspire some of the, the instrumental yeah too. I, I had the uh, the cycle of socialization primarily as the concept and then I embedded other concepts as the writing started because you know I'd I've run out of juice. So it's just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And then once it starts, he starts asking our ideas. Yeah. And, like, we kind of... Layer him, it. Yeah, we, we, we kind of give him, like... Uh, I don't know. Like, how do you feel? how we're feeling at yeah. the time while we're writing like, this song. Yeah, I like and to he'll incorporate our feelings in the lyrics. And Would you guys, like... I do the same with the, the riffs and stuff. Like, I kind of, like... Yeah. Keep, but, like, the, the general mood, like, within the riffs. Which yeah. is usually always angry. Would you guys ever consider doing, like, a cover song? Like, I was thinking the other day, man, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if No Moss could do, like, Wasting Away by Nail Bomb. That'd be so fucking tight. <laughs> oh, that was something we were talking about the other night, where I was like, the main riff for Wasting Away is literally, like, uh, like a big part of, like, two No Moss riffs. Right. So, like, that's... I fucking love that record. Mm -hmm. That record is so great. Other bands, you know? like, we, we draw a lot more inspiration from Sepultura than I think people realize. So, that that... 
I mean, nail bomb, sepulcher, same thing, you know. <laughs> better than some sepulcher. It'd be nice to cover. <laughs> it's better. I'm not gonna say. It'd, it'd probably be fun to like cover something that wasn't metal and then turn it into well, like ABBA. Like we, you we take an ABBA album that. and turn it into a Nomos album. That would be awesome. I love ABBA. Give me, give me, give me. We've been we've been thinking about doing a uh, breed from Nirvana. We've been talking about that for a while. And oh, dude, the Nirvana covers are sick. Yeah, like we we've been like. I, I think that one might actually happen. Like, that's gone through, like, the ten phases of talks that it takes to get us or to do territory it. Territory pissings. Territory pissings, man. That'd be that, fucking that fantastic. Covers. That's what that one. It, yeah. it, it, it definitely has come down to, like, we should do either breed or territorial pissing. So that might actually happen. That'd be really cool. Really soon. Yeah, that'd be cool. So Nirvana is a big influence on the band. We love Especially Nirvana. on my part. Fucking so. right. You guys should like cover uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up" and do your own Rick Roll yourself. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Rick from Road. They're gonna they're gonna say I that for the glam rock record. So, on that note, besides metal influences, what what do you draw from outside musical influences? That's something that each one of us would inspire. Yeah, we all listen to lots of shit. Yeah. Life is yeah, a which is just, that the fact that like each one of us will probably have a different answer. Kinda, That's okay. It's kind of round table. It, it well, if you listen to the last show, it, it was like all magic, over the place. You know? Like I like I like video game music a lot. You know, like <laughs> That's okay. Roger, Roger loves trap music. You know, I, 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 <laughs> my my outside stuff is a lot of like uh, early like late seventies punk. Type stuff, but then also like Joy Division. I was like, you like Joy Division? Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, like Joy that. Division, Sex Pistols, uh, New Order, uh, Sisters of Mercy, Depeche Mode. Like that's that's yeah. a huge influence. Like I even though, even though, well, no, I mean everyone knows we all listen to Dokken. I mean, <laughs> only a dork don't listen to. Dokken. I uh, I, go, <laughs> I literally like, well, this was before COVID. I would literally just walk into a museum, and I would allow the art to inspire me. Like just in you know anything from Van Gogh to uh, Salvador Dali, the abstract paintings, just like. Did Roger just become pretentious? No, I know he's not. He's he's intellectual. (laughs) Keep going. I found a way to like utilize that into into our form of art. You know, because at the end of the day, music is a medium. Right. It's just another form of art and. Fuck Andy Warhol. <laughs> 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 Andy Warhol's a shit. But, uh, yeah, you know, that. And then, like, Henry had mentioned that, uh, you know, I listen to different types of music. Uh, I'm heavily influenced, as far as the lyrical patterns, with hip-hop. Like, I grew up on hip-hop. And, Me too. And uh, I listen to reggaeton. She's a Wu-Tang girl. Music. Yeah. Oh, Wu-Tang is so big. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang is really big on, like... Oh, man, they're just lyrical masters their tongue is a sword what i love about wu-tang is they didn't just like sample a bunch of shit they made yeah. all their shit they and made, i'm like yeah, yeah. rizza is like a, a genius mm-hmm. my favorite is that they broke into the, the record label that wanted and just told them they were going to sign them and they did <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, just that's a heavy because they're punk shit. if you think about it the way they went about it is punk is fun yes diy and like Anything that is like that, I I can pay. And it's too. totally I like that that yeah. time that time like in the nineties with the the whole New York scene and like it was it was totally you're right it's it's 
even though it's hip hop, it's more of like the punk, you know, guts. If you, if you, it's very ballsy. It's got that attitude, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like it's been said for a long time that like you know the the hardcore, you know, I say punk, but also like metal is influenced in that too. And you know, like that scene is really big on like the way hip hop brought got brought up. We were all outcasts at first. You know, the society didn't want us to have our own way. We had to pave our own way. And so in a lot of that, you know, we, we there's there's correlation and Exactly. You know, it's like it goes hand in hand, like fuck the police, they feel the same way. Exactly. You know? like, it's, it's all rel- it's it all comes back to what we said earlier, relating. It's all relative. Right. It all goes yeah. back to NW. Yeah. It does, <laughs> you're right. One way or the other. Uh huh. Yeah, so I love that. But yeah, those patterns, like, you can't beat that. Like sometimes I'll rap on like those show the guys will show me an instrumental, and I'll straight up just rap the lyrical content I have, you know. And then like, I'll go would you it. ever do that though on a Nomas album? Not. not on not for Nomas. I have side projects that I do. You know, I got I bought a computer and I started doing a bunch of God shit on my laptop. Oh. So I have like side projects that aren't off the ground yet. And uh, see, I can appreciate that. That's ma- the way like, it should be done. <laughs> yeah, ma- maybe with that, you know, I might do something along those lines because I try not, I try to just leave my anger for no mods. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think I would do that for no mods. I don't think it'll. I don't think it's no mod. I don't think it'll work for. I I do kind of hold myself to a certain aesthetic, at least personally. I'm like, you know, I don't talk on the mic as much. You know, I do all my talking off the stage. Like, I'm very kind. I'm you know easy to approach. But on the stage, like I, I do tend to have uh, my own entity, if you will. I, I am just you know, kind of getting a zone. I can see that. Right there, right? Yeah, this is he's a ghost. Stage, you know, like this is who I am. Uh, you know, the vocalist of No Mas is this, and Rogers. Well, I, I kind of get that because we've seen you on stage and so you're just like, like, like... He gets his own zone. Zone. Yeah. Turn it off and turn it on really well. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you. I, 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 it's part yeah, of the man. therapy. <laughs> You know, it's like, I came here to let these demons out. And, like, I'm not trying to let them out on you. I'm trying to let them out on stage. And plus, you don't don't get on stage and you're not, like, saying, like, this giant speech or anything. You're like, this is Nomas and we're going to... It all comes out in the lyrics. (laughs) Actually, we have, like, a thing where we don't talk on stage. Like, the very last thing that you hear from us in the last song is Henry going, we're Nomas, we're from Washington, D.C. And, like, at the end of the day... Everyone can hear to listen to music, you know. Yeah, watch. The, watch and like I, like when I go to a show, I'm like I'm trying to listen to some Just music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a band not too long ago. Uh, I won't mention the band. But they were talking so much. Oh man. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, we don't mention the band. I'm not gonna mention it. We can't mention the band. Well, no, I, we I'll mention, mention my favorite band, Napalm Death. Every yeah. every time we go to see them, there's like a whole platform that needs to be addressed yeah. in between each song. But that was gonna say but no I, one else does that. There's there's levels to it though. There's there's a lot of bands we've seen where they have nothing to say yet they keep talking. Yeah. yeah. That's more of where we they repeat themselves like of. you guys you said your message three times dude like come on. We and, got the first time the only band that can get away with that. I think so too because like Yeah they're known, I love they're known Barney, for that. Yeah. And no, I said I love Barney. Oh, oh and, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, because he's got his own little, like, personality on stage, so I think he can kind of, like, get he, away with he it. Has really it's good, not as bad as, like, Jell-O-Biaf or something. Yeah. But well, Barney's got really good crowd to be, control. To be fair, 
Maple Nest is better than Dead Kennedy's. Well, yeah. I don't care who gets mad at me for that. I agree. Yeah, it's like Dead I Kennedy's, Napalm Death, No Moss. <laughs> You keep holding us up there with napalm. I want to throw this out there real quick. You can't do that. I can do that. But you guys are like similar but different at the same time. You have to understand that you 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 guys talent wise very huge influence on us. But but but. Your talent is up there with Napalm Death, but you're not exactly the same, if you know what I mean. Like, I appreciate that, genuinely. Uh, I really respect Barney. I went to see Napalm Death a couple years ago, and I kept yelling, Scum, play Scum. He has such good crowd control. He practically, he practically told me to fuck off, but in a really nice way. <laughs> see me, I'm... I love your man to fuck off. Yeah. He was like, it's coming. And I'm like, okay, at least I, I know it's coming. See, I'm, I'm like the fangirl because I'm in love with him. And I'm like, I love you, Barney. <laughs> he's so good, dude. The, and he still got it. Yeah. He still got it. Like, shout out to try to get him on the new record. Yeah, we try to get Oh, man. Oh, that'd yeah, be so tight. The thing is, though, he... My goal is to get him and Max Cavalera he's into He's record. into doing independent stuff. He He, he absolutely is... Yeah. Everything, like, when he speaks on interviews and he's done, like, he collaborates with lots of bands. Whenever yeah, <laughs> he does, you suffer. He's like, you suffer! And he just points and he to the points. crowd. It's like, three seconds. Done. He, like, he, like, picks someone to point at. Right. You! See, if you see this right here, this <laughs> this framed that. piece of art is a Napalm Death set list that I heard. Uh, I had I harassed them. I'm like, yeah, me. me. Nazi yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This was actually at the, uh, the, was, the yeah, place no, in Richmond. We tried to do that. Yeah. And Henry's like, this is too slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually what happened. Like, we did the beginning of it and we were all like rocking hard and then when it kicked into the blast parts, you just kind of stopped and you were like, this is way too slow. <laughs> Yeah, we should. <laughs> then it would, for fun, we should knock that I, out. I would, I would you love should. To cover it, yeah. But we, it was, once that happened, it was kind of like we kind of lost. I just it. want to play for fun. Like I don't know about playing that at a show. See, for me, like I, I'm, I'm a fan girl of Napalm Death, so I'm like, slide it over. Give Dude, me. She will like hunt I will, them down. I will be like. They are so good. Well, I'll do. I'll, I'll, yeah. I guess going back to that, where y'all are talking about how like y'all don't ever say anything after doing a set or whatever. Oh yeah. That's yeah, like I, the only time we say something. No, I think it's like I'll never say anything ever, but like the coolest moments is whenever Henry's all fucked up and he says something and he's just like, Everyone come and party in my house! And then at the party, why the fuck are all these people in my house? Who are you? Like, literally the only time is that Henry's just like... Just Dude, like, I was so happy when we heard that recording back. When I was like, no, no, let, let this roll towards the end. And then you hear Henry at the end being like... Party at my place afterwards, because then that whole night he was like, "Why the fuck are all these people in my house? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're Nomas. Come to my house." And why the fuck? It was John's birthday. That's why. It was. That was yeah, my yeah. birthday. That was a good night. Oh, that was fun. That was a good show. Do you think a- that was your favorite show, or do you have another favorite show? <sighs> you said that whole place was completely fucking dead. I have I have so many favorite shows with this band. Like mine would be split between the the pie shop show and the pick destroyer show. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, it's that really, Metro Gallery was that Metro Gallery so was great, epic. But like, just with this band, like, this is my second band that I've been in. Oh, just and, like, <laughs> and like, it, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Like, literally, when we first started, before Ben was in the band, we battled Noisem in the basement. And that till, was really fun. Till this day, oh, yeah. I, like, just the, all our friends were there. Like, Aww. we both gave it 100%. Like, 
half the band had to strip half naked because it was so hot. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. We all had to take, you know, like, and, like, I don't know. It's just, just that, bringing down that, water for everybody. Yeah, our friends yeah, bringing down water for me. There's just this, like, environment to it that, like. I love the house party that, that we went that to in Henry's house. That, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we, that's another one. We always you know have fun I mean? at my place. <laughs> we always there, bring it, though, too. It's not just, like, because of where you're at. Y'all have such good energy. Every other show is my favorite show for different reasons. Like, I love them all, you know, like. I mean, of course, you, you know, playing with Pig Destroyer, that was what an honor to play, to share the stage with the almighty Pig Destroyer. You were at Soundstage. I mean, you guys were everywhere. Own, like, it, like, Our almighty homies. Everything, <laughs> everything, like, it's been a journey, and, like, I just can't wait for to play other shows that hold the same value to me in my heart. Dude, Which when, will be next year at MDS. Oh, my God, that's going to be Dude, sick. when that happens, I'm I hoping, am. like, I don't know what's going on with these shows, like, it, it, I, I get, it, it, I it's not it. on by next summer, like, ugh. I can't see him I'm not doing so it two hopeful. years in a row. The good thing is that right now we have the time to strengthen what we, you know, what we have, what we are, to write, of course. And, yeah, I mean, All right, well, let's get back to some music for a little bit. Uh, I got some body count coming up, Sabotage, uh, Classic Metallica, and Wasp. Woo! More, Woo! more Namas, though. We talked about it earlier. Police Brutality. Like the two best bands ever. Yeah. Wasp and Metallica. Here oh, I thought it was no awesome. record is dedicated to some personal friends of mine, the LAPD. For every cop that has ever taken advantage of somebody, beat them down or hurt them because they got long hair, listen to the wrong kind of music, wrong color, whatever they thought was the reason to do it. For every one of those fucking police, I'd like to take a pig out here in this parking lot and shoot them in their motherfucking face. Man. 
is Isaac Goldsmith. You're listening to Metal Tavern Radio.
Metal Band Poker Face from Russia and you are listening to Metal Tavern Radio. DJ Nibis and DJ Neko back with you on Metal Town Radio with the band Nomas. So, what do y'all think of the tune so far tonight? Dude, those were great. Good, I'm glad, glad you're happy. So, uh, a little earlier, played uh, Mass Extinction, and uh, I was gonna get around to asking you guys like, are there any new bands or talented acts out there that you guys are like really into right now? I like all my, you know, I, I always like to throw shout-outs to all my uh, local friends that are in the, uh, you know, they're, they're rappers. So, you know, I know we played some Grizzly last time I was here, and he's still doing it. So I always like to just shout-out, shout him out. Show some love. Um, best, best, best thing I've heard in a really long time is uh, my buddy Tom's band, Mass Distinction. Uh, he used to play guitar in Organ Dealer. Um... Man, that 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 Mass Extinction uh, record is so fucking good. Yeah, I was checking it out when I was looking at your list, and it's yeah. pretty fucking fantastic. He's like, dude's like my favorite person on the internet. Like we're like internet butt buddies. <laughs> so like I'm not even being biased. Though like when I heard it, I was like, oh my god, like no. this is really fucking good. Like even like Roger just, didn't even yeah. hear when you played it, and he was like, bro, who? Yeah, was he was that? really. Was, I was like, what's this? And then he told me it was your buddy. I was like. It was yeah, the first no, time I heard it was literally a couple minutes or an yeah, hour that's my ago. Man. That, like, that happens more often lately. It's like, what's this really awesome thing? Oh, yeah, that guy that we know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I like, Tom's my old school cannibal buddy. So, like, yeah, like, I was, when he put that out, I was like, bro, this is so good. Used to eat people some, back in the day. Cannibal. There's some <laughs> underrated buddies from me out, too, from Denver. Oh, berated. I like Berated a lot. Yeah. I know you guys like. Guys. I know you guys like Needle a lot. Oh, Skullcrack. Needle always MSD. Yeah. Skullcrack. Skullcrack rips. Really good. MSD as well. MSD, sure. the homies. I love them. Uh, it's hard to tell you, boy, because we don't go to shows. Yeah. <laughs> you start forgetting about everything after a while. Unfortunately, due to COVID, there yeah. will be no shows. There's always Bandit Ground, Moisturizer. Dude, All the bands right. that everybody should know about by yeah. now, and if they don't, they're. Straight bamas. <laughs> well, they know now. If you don't know, it's not your nose. So how do you feel about the scene overall, though? The scene. Is the scene is getting better? <laughs> what is the scene? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess we get limited to just, like, the Maryland scene. Is like. the scene getting seen? I mean, if you talk about cities, we do really well in D.C., Baltimore, Richmond. You guys do well in New York, we too, though. We do really good in New York. Pretty much the whole East Coast. Oh, yeah. Not at first. Denver, no love at first. It's true. Like, we definitely do good in... Everest. We do great in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Chicago's great. I so love that's Chicago. one of our favorite cities Chicago's to play. really awesome. Um, Chat Rizzi. No, we, do, we do pretty good. But what scene are you Are you talking about straight grindcore or are you just talking about metal in general? Like the scene. You're seeing that you're in death like grindcore. It kind of seems with us where like the straight up grindcore scene, it seems like they don't really fuck with us that much. It kind of seems like people that listen to like metal, like just in general, like death metal, black like metal, metal, grindcore, yeah. like the people that like everything are the people that kind of like us. It We get a lot of love from the hardcore scene. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, Remember when we played We've in Salt Lake City? 
when we played Salt really? Lake City, wow. you know, the fucking place was packed and it was all like, you know, like crusty street punk kids. Yeah. They knew us and they loved us. We've been called a, a hardcore a hardcore band that plays metal riffs. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, whatever. Like, whoever when likes we, us, we don't we, give a fuck. When we started, that's awesome. When we started the band, it was, like, gonna be a hardcore band. Remember? Yeah, like, when, then, when we first started, like, when it was supposed just to be a hardcore punk band. Yeah. Yeah, so like, if so you were trying to be more crossover initially. No, like when I came to Henry for the initial idea of the band, I was like, I'm trying to do this hardcore punk thing, and it was a buddy of mine was supposed to be singing for it. Yeah, and uh, we had like one practice. Great our, vocalist, by the way. Our our buddy, he just didn't show up. Like he had more shit to go. Like, and then the second practice we got together, he wasn't there. We had had one song. That song you like, one that we called it. He didn't show up again, and I was like, alright, fuck him, whatever, and we were like, oh, we need a singer, and Henry was like, I know a guy, and then he called Roger, and Roger was there like 15 minutes later. Only time I've been early. (laughs) (laughs) But we, like, when we first, like, started working on stuff, like, we went into it as, like, trying to do, like, a minor threat type thing. But it was, even in, like, the first song, it was like, eh, no, this is turning yeah, into our, 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 our roots instantly took over. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but that, it wasn't, it, it wasn't... With that being said, like... We never tried was, to be a grindcore band, we just kind of turned that into was, it. And, yeah. That with, with, with how you said, like, our instincts took over, like... Yeah, instincts, that, that's a better word, Yeah, instincts. yeah, <laughs> uh, literally, that was, that was the first time I officially met John. I had always heard of him, and, you know, I grew up listening to Summer Sand and stuff. And, oh, uh, my! Uh, <laughs> So I, oh, do we want to go further back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can go further back, John. <laughs> you know, so but but seriously, so uh, I I walk into the room, they they looking like P Diddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and no, seriously, uh, they start they play me what they had, and I immediately knew what to do with it. And it's like yeah, you, that that, that really like. You like instantly like went in I, on like I the first song we had and like yeah. you had it instantly and like we all just knew instantly yeah. with that we were like it was synergy like, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it really was and then with that being said it goes back to like the chemistry yeah right? like we there's really is something magical there and I'm sure like all great bands have it I feel like it's it's part of the you know chemistry is it's it's part of the math equation of what makes a great band that like you really just gotta have that chemistry it's so important and so it's 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 everything. Yeah, and like it also kind of we, touching up more on something we were talking about before, like our roles that we've kind of taken up. You know, like I'm kind of like the the gear guy, the backline guy that I handle. Like, yeah. and that's your specialty I, 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 though. Cause I had the loading because yeah. like that's my profession. And yeah, Roger right. Roger heads the merch, and yeah. John heads the. The, the online and the, <laughs> the online and the and the. And I also the, and the write the fucking riffs, you jackass. <laughs> I, I write a good majority of the music, so it's not just the drink. See, I love this guy so much. I tell you, we're talking about external roles. Well, no, because he. he <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, but no, seriously, like I. And Ben looks great. Yeah. <laughs> ben looks really good. He's gonna be the guy that models the merch. It's like I'm pretty. That, that's why we didn't try anyone else out when we needed a bass player. Because we're like, you know, Ben looks good. Doesn't matter how so. It, do, it doesn't matter that he hung out with us all the time. We were just like, you know, he looks good. We, we, I like we, to admit it, but I run the nap department. We, no! we, we need a we need a murder face in our band. Can we find one? 
Yeah. <laughs> I am cooking up lots of riffs, though. Yeah, I, I do plan on doing a lot of writing for the boss. I, I'm interested yeah. in hearing that. I, 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 I was so are you guys out. like? Are you guys like doing like Zoom meetings with your ideas lately? That's funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get that guy on Facebook. What are you talking about Zoom? <laughs> we just uh, uh, so far the uh, the new record has been. Uh, Basically, me and Henry getting together. Rogers come in when he can. Like he's had a lot of shit going on recently. But uh, it's basically been just like me and Henry getting together, and me being like, "Hey, dude, check out this riff I have," and then us just like putting songs together around it. You know, and that's yeah. probably how it's going to continue until we do the new record. Do you have an anticipated timeline for the release? <sighs> Let's so hard to say. Right a now. release? No, I would like to be in the studio doing final tracking by like December but that's me being hopeful and optimistic yeah because I'm like, sure with everything else you gotta so, like I'd even allow like, people like, to do shit like, like that I, I would be I'd be pretty disappointed in us if we didn't have it fit out by the time of MDF next year you know like oh yeah I, it, it should be out and circulating yeah. by Way MDF before next then. year yeah so. we're actively writing so I feel like we're not doing our job. So well. yeah, and we yeah. definitely have a lot of... Uh, yeah, if you guys can't couple, it's just with the time down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we also have a lot of really legit people behind us right now mm -hmm. that want to put the new record out. That's that great. We, we can't really talk about it right now, but... Some, it's a big push. Some, some sh sick shit's gonna happen. And see, that, that, that goes back right to right. what I'm talking about, though, with all the attention you guys are getting. Like, there's just so many... We ended up getting the attention of somebody that I've wanted to get attention from like and I didn't humble. even prompt it so and like they're, they're they're helping us big time put yep. out the new record well, that's that. good that you know you need the big push and especially because you are going to be playing MDF next year you want to be able to have like a nice firm grip on a new album and hopefully what the, I mean, what the consensus is, is by January, people will be able to open their, like, venues and stuff again, yeah. so... I mean, I mean honestly, like, the, this whole pandemic sucks, man. I really miss playing shows, like... I could tell. I watch you guys on the feed, and I, I just, like, I, I, I never gotta really get realized out. how, like, a huge part of just playing and going to shows was of my life until this happened. And, uh, I really miss it. But at the same time... We probably wouldn't be able to like buckle down and wrote a new record if not because we would have just kept taking shows. It's a blessing in disguise. So well, yeah, and you guys are on fire, so like you already have like these last two releases, and you know that's a, that's a full set for you, really. True. So I you mean, guys, I mean, you like we you have said, some stuff to tie people over, but right. We we like to you know that was why like Ray's Mall was only out for two months, and then we were in the studio recording last, last lap, yeah, because we just wanted to just keep rolling like we ride just, the wave never get off of it yeah like i mean like and that's why it goes back to what you said about the touring stuff because like you guys are just ready to roll out and start yeah. doing this shit and, and you've always been a grinder like how many years <laughs> that sounds dirty <laughs> never mind but like how many how many years have we known john and you've known john longer than i have but like years ago i remember we were in western maryland when john was with another band and their van broke down, and they did everything they could. Frostburg. Yeah, they were going to to the place, and they're like, yeah, we, we just canceled. And he's like, we drove out here. You told <laughs> us it was guaranteed. We drove out here, and now I'm hanging out with my friends. Yeah. 
So and that's what's great because they don't have to play, and I still have a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we still did. We stayed was, at the Frostburg Inn, a very I, I wonderful place. I was in a lot place. of bands for a long time, and like I kind of like originally thought like that was kind of like my place because I had grown up listening to a lot of punk. And then when I was in that scene, I realized that there was just like a lot of really pit, like prissy posers in that scene, and like touring in like that type of band, I was just always kind of like, fucking people are not like me at all. That's another thing about like Nomos, like the people that we meet and that we play. I'm like these, these are our people. Like I, like I relate to these people. They relate to me. Like I can easily become really good friends with somebody that likes our band. Like it's so easy for me. I feel like we see a lot of ourselves within each other. Yeah, you know, for like, sure. Like you know, if one of us is going through something, we can tell. It's like I don't know. Easy, like, easiest spot when something's <laughs> yeah, wrong. It's, yeah. It's like we're, it's like looking at a mirror sometimes. Like, yeah. So what do you think in your, and this is going to sound so nerdy, but like in your future self, five years down the road, ten years down the road, what are your expectations for Nomos? Like, are you... To still be alive? Oh, <laughs> that's true. Well, that's not an expectation, that's a hope. <laughs> but, I mean, you guys have been working so hard. That's what I mean. We really have. I, so... Like, th- this band has worked. You know, and it kind of burns me up. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, people post about us, like, certain bands and be like, this is the hardest working band in Grindcore. And I'm like, has anyone not been paying attention to us? I mean, for years, like, you remember, what was that one year where, like, literally we had no weekends off? Yeah. It was like we were always in another state every single weekend playing multiple shows. On top of working. And on top of your yeah, van like on, on top, so Yeah, van, van travels, travels, having fucking jobs and shit. Dude, I like get into me. so many Facebook groups and like everyone's like, I need to find and discover a new band. I'm like, no moss. <laughs> Learn it. Love it. So Eat it up. I'll drink to that. Yeah. yeah. Drink to that. And I think it's important that people understand that the group of you, the collaboration... You're all very different. You all come. You all have very different ideas. But when you come together, it's it's like clicks. Yes, it clicks. It merges. It, it meshes. It's it's amazing. That's I think you know any band in history that's ever like gone anywhere. I think they always have a very similar story to ours. And we didn't try. Like we just you know like we told you earlier. Like me and Henry got together to start a punk band. We ended up where we are now. We found Roger. We just we kind of stumbled into this, you know, like, I mean, fuck, when we first started the band, me and Henry were in, like, multiple other bands. Henry, was, yes, you are a working man, aren't you? I was in four Not bands. Right now. When we <laughs> but eventually, I just quit all of the bands that I was in, because I was like, this is the one that I, this is the good one. Yeah, I remember we went on uh, a tour last year, I can't remember when, uh, what was it, it was, like, in the middle of this summer I think it's pretty I, oh, yeah. I, I, like, I quit my job just to go on that tour because they didn't want to give me off and I'm like well yeah, yeah I, this isn't even we're, a we're option. all kind of prepared I, to do the same thing I know exactly know? what I'm going to do like I'm going to choose no mas you know and uh, yeah I would think the same way what you said earlier like five years from now I just like to reflect back into a time like now and just know that and I've already, you know, we all give it our all, but I just want to know that, like, I continued to do that. That, like, I never fell off that, that train of 
giving it 110 it's, it's 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 a priority thing i mean like you look at the people who chose the job over the door and they have the job and they're not in the band anymore you know, you know? There, like, there's nothing wrong with that don't don't let us think that like we're talking shit on people that do that because like i mean not, yeah some people that works for but like just the type of people that we are that's not a thing for us. Yeah. You know, we would just rather be out playing. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it, know, everyone has their own path. You guys have found yours. It's this different if you brothers. have a if you already have a draw and a name for yourself. But if you're trying to make a name for yourself, like it's a it's a consistent, strong push. You know, but you have to be about it. Yeah. I find my own identity within this band. Like it, this has helped me through ups, like so many ups and downs. I really see that in your music. I really do. I find do. a lot of comfort in this band. Yeah. Just I, I see the passion every single time. Yeah, you guys yeah. don't even let up, no matter what show I've ever seen. No, we're, we, we're, we're same intensity, if, if, if you, yeah, same if fire. If to a thousand people, we're always going to give it the same. If you see us at the end of a show, like, I'm dying. <laughs> Roger's dying. John's okay. dying. Usually I can't ben even Ben still looks great. Robot's <laughs> 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 so great, dude. I really have to be shit. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we decided that Ben's the model? Yeah, ben, Ben's the good <laughs> looking. Yeah. Sure. Where are the heavy lifters? He just, he's just there for sure. He's show. like, look at me. The hair should get paid. No, that's, yeah. We shouldn't say that about you. That's fucked up. No, Ben, ben works he's very like, hard. He's like, I'm okay with being the pretty one. It's good. <laughs> you really are the guy. You're, you're the guy. The guy. I fucking love you. I'm glad I got it. There's very few bands. with you a little bit. There's very few bands I would just straight up be like, yeah, I'll fucking play with you guys. That's true. You you were definitely down to play with no, this we were, for a we long were grateful. time. We were grateful to have you. Yeah, I mean, we've we been kicking it for so long. Like we've toured together before, both our bands. Yeah, it just kind of makes sense. Now Henry and John both were saying they were working with other bands. Like multiple. what? Multiple bands. I was in four when we started this band. So, what is the actual? Like difference, the dividing line between Nomas and the others. The authenticity. It, it's dedication, really. No, well, I, I think well in some cases, because you and I were talking about it. And I think the dedication came from authenticity. Like all the other bands that we played in were actually really good, but I don't think that they had. There's just something about this band that like I think that we always felt like it's, it's, it's our like, baby you know <laughs> yeah it's like an I really feel like, that it's, it's very genuine like we didn't try to make the band sound the way it did we didn't like everything that we did it was just kind of like I mean we went into the band literally me and Henry was like let's start a band that we can just get drunk and play easily yeah and now it's really tough we, yeah. fell <laughs> into, we fell into the band and it was really cool like and it, 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 it immediately it, it became like, all right, <laughs> yeah, like we have to, we have to give it we have to give this a real shot. Yeah, yeah like I mean, that it was, was actually like the first like we did like a few weekend tours, and I remember telling them I was just like, guys, like we have something with this, like we should really do something. And that's I started quitting the bands that I was in. And you just got a sense that this was going to work out. I played a D-beat, and all of a sudden, Baltimore knew who I was. It was kind of cool. It's funny because she was talking about how hard it is to find really good drummers, and we were thinking of you. We were kind of like joking. You were like the guy that everyone seeks out. Every Baltimore band. Like, every Baltimore band that needs a drummer, they're like, is Henry available? I just think it's really funny. Like, I've been... My first gig in Baltimore, I was... 15 years old. I played at the auto bar. I played 
Yeah, I played all the Baltimore places, but it wasn't until I started playing with this band, like, getting approached by people who I've seen at these venues, like, multiple times over the years, and, like, they finally, like, oh, shit, you're a good drummer. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I mean, to be honest, like, if I would have never met Henry, my life would be completely different. Aww. Cause, well, no, because, like, I, I just, I'm the type of person where I... I will not play in a band with a mediocre or a shitty drummer. Like, they have to be fucking outstanding. So I got very, very lucky when I met Henry and he wanted to play with me. And I do have a personal question for you. Uh-oh. You and I have talked about this in the past, and you had opportunities to go with bigger-name bands that we discussed before, or at least audition for them. Are you glad you passed up all those opportunities well, to find yourself where you are now? The one that I can talk about was I almost joined Dying Fetus when I was 19. You remember that? Mm -hmm. I went to all the auditions. It's one of one I was thinking of, yeah. I'm still super cool with John every time I see him. The only reason that I didn't get that was because I was 19. And they were very, like, I had never done a tour before, ever. But, like, he straight up told me, he was like, you were the guy, but we were worried about your age. I was really pissed off about that when I was younger. Right, like, but now it makes sense. Yeah, know? no, like now after we've toured and I had been on tour with like younger dudes and like inexperienced guys, like now I get it. It's like you ha you have to be able to hold your own and be responsible on tour. Like you 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 can't expect anybody else on your team in your band to be picking up your slack because that's it. When you're stuck in a confined space with these people for so long, like it really. Like any any Challenges issue starts to really bit. come to the forefront. Right, like, fast. I totally get it. Like we've had people on yeah. on my job <laughs> where they quit while we're out on a ship. Why <laughs> right. would why the fuck would you quit in the middle of the ocean? Yeah. Right, you're like I'm, you're like, I'm fucking done. To drink. And, yeah, <laughs> but see, I think I'm on a boat. Yeah, I'm on a boat and I quit and we're not going. I'm to getting port. the raft. I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, we won't get my own boat. We're we're not we're not going to port for a month and a half. And I'm like, who the fuck is this dude quitting in the middle? But oh, you understand it though because it's young people who are who have different expectations. Yeah. I remember yeah. when when I was going going through uh, the Dying Fetus tryouts and I probably ended up jamming with them like four or five times. Like, the next shows that they had on the books was fucking Japan. Okay, I had never even been to fucking Ohio at that point. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, they were like, you know, like, the next thing that we're gonna do is we're gonna take you to fucking Japan and you're, you know, like, I, like, now I can see that mentality, why I didn't get it, but at the time I was, like, really pissed, because like, right. I went in there and fucking nailed the songs, and, you know, like, I kept coming to rehearsals for, like, two fucking weeks learning, like, the, all, like, the craziest shit that you can fucking imagine. The diddly-doos. Yeah, like, that shit was not fucking... Dying Fetus diddly-doos are very... I had to learn, like, 20 <laughs> of those fucking songs, and, like... <laughs> That was like around Destroy the Opposition, I think. No, it was after it was after Destroy the Opposition. It was, it was when Sparky left. Right. And so I was going to be taking Sparky's spot. Like, now it's cool. Like, every time I see John, he's always like, we should have went with you. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, no, I think you guys were right. Because at that point, if I had went out and did all that stuff, I probably would have been a complete jackass. That's too many Johns. <laughs> too many Johns. <laughs> but, uh, that's the only off, like, the, to your Ryan. original question. That's the only one that I regret, but that wasn't my fault, right? Because I was I was ready to go all in on that one. 
But I understand why it didn't happen. We appreciate you here. Quick now round you robin. How <laughs> you do? Quick round robin for the entire band. Any favorite memories so in far band, in this band? band? The band breaking down on us. Which time? Jinxie, Jinxie. We're always talking about Vanimal Corpse when that comes. Oh up. my goodness! Van- Vampire never broke down. Vampire is a. I love Vampire. What was the one you had? Like we're selling our band, by the way, if anyone's looking for. Yeah, it. it's yeah. real good. <laughs> Never breaks <laughs> down. That's not the one that broke down. down. <laughs> it's been uh, road tested yeah. quite a bit. Dude, it it, it can grow. We made it back. It's funny, like a lot of my favorite memories in this band are like memories that were like really shitty at first, like driving that piece of shit van. Knowing that we had a really good show in fucking Chicago. And no brakes. And our fucking <laughs> brakes went out. We were in St. Louis, our brakes went out, and our bass player at the time, who was driving, decided he didn't want to drive anymore. He just stopped, he's like, so, no. after me and Henry chugged a fucking bottle of Evan Williams eggnog, it was like, you have to drive now, and I was like, okay. And then, like, so I'm driving, there's no fucking brakes, there's, like, we're in a fucking blizzard, and I'm like, we have to get to Chicago. Like, it's, Chicago's gonna be a sick-ass fucking show for us. Jerry, at one point I jerry-rigged, like, uh, these <laughs> strings that, so we could use the windshield wipers that were broken. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> well, now, at the time, this shit was highly fucking stressful. Mm-hmm. But now, looking but it's, back on it, it's right, fucking I'm hilarious. Like, that shit was totally <laughs> funny. Yeah. Like, that shit was really funny. Yeah, we lived to tell the story, was so that, it's funny as hell. Was that the same tour we, like, practically drove into a tornado? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the one we were driving through a tornado. This we, we was the natural the disaster tour. It was happening, <laughs> and Henry starts chugging a beer. He's like, I need more beer and more Metallica now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, I can't fucking argue. Yeah, and then we were listening to Ride the Lightning. We all felt better. <laughs> and then we took shelter at that McDonald's. That yeah, was, it was a, well, that was in like Mississippi. That was, so yeah. <laughs> that was cool though. That was like our first like real tour, and like we we like the Mississippi McDonald's. They were all very nice. We we <laughs> you're we, like we, we missed we might die. Of that band, but like at the same time, like we we I don't know. There was something about that tour where like we kind of like gelled as a unit. Dude, yeah. your Final skills week. probably like got really good after just trying to like MacGyver everything. Right. So, uh, any, anybody who can who can go through that experience and and still be about it <laughs> and be friends yeah. nope yeah, be friends. i mean See, it I wasn't anybody's it. fault so that helped you know? but, <laughs> but it's stressful and you guys were like fuck you no fuck you no fuck you and I you're like we're friends the separation with uh, certain people happened because there was like the three of us we were always like no matter how bad it got, like, the three of us were just like, well, what do we got to do to get to the next part? Right. But then there was other people that didn't feel like that. and It brought us closer. Worse. I feel like it brought us closer. We knew we, had, we knew we were in it with the right guys. You know, we, we went on tour with Ben and felt the same way. Like, you know, like, it's, it's I, I feel like it's very, like, being safe at home, practicing and stuff is one thing, but then being on the road is, you, you know, like, there's different elements to being in a band than just playing music, I feel like. Yeah. I agree. DIY band tours. Like, you, oh, you gotta be you, able to get along because you, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys sleep in your van or do you like get a hotel? 
Uh, you find people crap. Be but. Best case scenario is we have local homies that will put us up. You know that's 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 a huge thing for for any touring band in the underground scene. I like, think uh, the last full U.S. tour that we did, it was like um, what was that? It was like forty dates, six weeks. We That's got, intense. We got seven hotels through that entire time, which was, you know, kind of like either we didn't know anybody in the area or we just, yeah. you know, maybe we were just so burnt out we needed a place. But, yeah, like, you know, it was like seven seven hotels out of, like, 40 dates. So yeah, most of the times we'll crash with other people. Or sometimes if the drive's long, we'll have to make it through the night and everyone will have to sleep in the van with whoever's driving and then... Well, you just know. know that if you guys are ever passing through in a tour and you're close to us, you're welcome to stay. I know you guys well, live close live to us, <laughs> but... Well, I'm just saying, like, even if you're coming from, say, New York or whatever, and you're still heading down south, yeah. you know... Well, usually we have the carrot in the eye once we get to Baltimore. Even, like, no matter how much, like, once we get to Baltimore, we're like, we're going to be home in 45 minutes. So it's like, that shit will wake you up yeah. like that. You'll just be like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we got a little bit more music and then we're getting ready to close this motherfucker out. Got some cannibal courts coming up. Exhumed. Band called Front, which you guys should check out. They're very really good. Misery Index. And then some more Nomos. We're going to kick off with some Nomos. Uh, unfortunately, Skyler's not here for this, but it's vulnerable. And we're going to kick off our Aww. next block. She'll hear it from upstairs. Suicide <laughs> night. Committing suicide.
Gerard Broadfield, and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio.
Traitors! 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 Yeah, I, um, I play uh, the guitar. I mean, X. Um, do you... do you like metal? Um, isn't it just a bunch of guys screaming? No way. Well, apart from grindcore. And death metal is kind of like that. And deathcore, screamo, porno, grind, black metal, mathcore, thrash, and mortalcore, but apart from those. It's just not my thing. I don't really get it. It's like when life sucks and, and you feel alone and empty. Stick on some metal and life is better because because somebody else knows the pain and, and the rage that you're going through, you know? Um, I'll, I'll lend you a CD. You should, you should have a, have a listen. Uh. Oh. All right, DJ Nibis. And DJ Nico. And Nomas. Woo! Well, I should say no moss and a half, because homeboy is, like, tumbling down the steps. Leave, you know what? Leave John alone. You ain't grindcore unless you video. New video. You know. You know what I'm talking about. Leave Brittany alone. It's Brittany, bitch. But, uh, all seriousness, man, I appreciate you all coming in here doing this with us. It was a lot of fun as usual. Thanks for bringing us out. Thank you for Love coming. Love you guys it's so much. Thanks for the wangs. The wangs. The wang thangs. Chicken wangs. If there is any pizza left, please take it because yeah. we will not eat it. It will go into the trash heap. <laughs> and if you want the rest of the Natty Bow, you can have that too. I want the rest of the Natty Bow. Okay, well fight over it and we'll <laughs> video it. But uh, before we head out with the last track, uh, give us everyone... Uh, idea where they can get your merch and your music and all that good stuff. Uh, Nomosgrind.com.bigcartel. Bigcartel.nomosgrind.com. Big so if you go on Big Cartel, can you like just search Nomosgrind? Yeah, Nomosgrind, no spaces, no nothing. N O M A S G R I N D. You see a nun blowing her head off. That's us. <laughs> oh no, that's not the one I have. I thought I thought that now, was the that, one. That's rare. You get the music there too, or do you get that up band camp and all you that? You can get our seven inch for a raise. I'm all there. Yeah, we have a, a, several copies left. Go snag them, and then our band camp. You can also buy some music there. I think I disabled that. Oh okay. Oh well, no. Go buy vinyl. I think I have that just streaming now. At the big cartel. I think. I think. I'm not, I don't remember. <laughs> or if you want to listen to it, it'll be there. <laughs> so. It, with this whole pandemic, as I quote the pandemic, have you guys thought about doing, like, a streaming concert? Nope. Mm-mm. That's dumb. It's not dumb. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's, it's fun. Not, it's not the same without the, the audience. 
that's just yeah. we're not the type of band that we we rely heavily on crowded. That's a knock. It, it would, that's a knock on bands that do on our energy. It, it would feel kind of like a circle jerk. No, you know, like it's sort of like Puddle Mud doing that Nirvana cover. Mm. I, you I, said, I, uh, we're better than that. That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm in doing a live version of y'all doing that shit. That's a knock like bands that do. Oh, we it, should cover Puddle Mud. I just don't think it's our thing. I I really feed off of the the crowd and and. I, I actually agree with you a lot yeah, with that. I'd, r- I'd rather just like really solidify what we got going on now, and when you know, hopefully, shows sooner than later, come back like we're, we have something for everyone. Yeah, someone I was listening to regular radio today, driving to work, and they were talking about how some concerts were trying to do like people drive like a drive-in, like people driving. Yeah, they've car. done them already. I've seen and I'm like, like, it makes weird. no sense. I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. you can't watch a grindcore it's band or metal weird. band doing that. There's yeah. no mosh. Imagine, imagine the car mosh pit. Right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? Demolition <laughs> Derby. A bunch, a bunch of honking and, and high beams. That's what we do. <laughs> Madness. Destruction. Well, the only reason, pit. the only reason I bring that up is because Right now, you kind of have to get creative. So I'm wondering, like, there's some other. Venue. I think it's one thing if, like, you know, you know, a couple of these guys were doing a collaboration with somebody else online, just doing like a cover song or some yeah. silly shit like that. But these live concert things, man, you just they. We've been talking about it all night. These guys are not type to sit there. And do I know video. it is very. You gotta much be right there experience. in the thick of it. You know, the sweat, the dirtiness, everything else, the grindy. Everything. Yeah. I the roaches. always say that. The only reason why I don't get in the pit because I don't want to fucking get annihilated. Same. Same. Like, I don't want to get punched in the face because everyone's going apeshit. I've had, I've, had I've had to stop fights, like, while I'm performing. <laughs> like, I've literally... Well, you to, have like, one hand on the microphone and the other yeah. hand, like, stop, stop. Literally, literally had to stop. I'm like, I'm like the... <laughs> I'm like the dad, man. Like, I'm out there in the mouse pit sometimes. Somebody falls. You I'm taking them up and making sure they're okay. He really is. He's like, oh, somebody, man down. Let me get him up. No, the only reason I bring that up because there's a new um, quote-unquote online venue called Stage It. And Stage It allows you to perform but also accept, like, I guess tips. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So I'm just wondering if you know, especially because you all are very benevolent and you're doing things for different causes, if you would ever consider getting together, doing uh, maybe a mini concert via Stage It to kind of put yourself out there. And I would just say do a video for a song that way. I, I would not say never, but highly unlikely. Like, I feel like, if, yeah, if you were to do something like that, maybe if someone else set it up, and like just had everything ready to go. Yeah. And you just showed up. And and yeah, and it wasn't at our practice spot. Because. I think know. the merch thing was pretty cool with how y'all did it with like that was just the donating to a yeah. cause versus like. It's not something we thought about, to be honest. Uh, if this, you know, this whole closing of shows and venues prolongs. Maybe we'll flirt with the idea. The, the, the juice ain't the juice ain't there, you know. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like there, we, we sure we may do like like John got a bunch of new gear. I'm about to get a, a new a new drum, you know. Like yeah. you, you know, like we, we we may we may like just like bullshit video like a song like hey check out like what we're doing. And something. that's but a really like, good idea. Like, like show I, I off your new gear. I don't think we're gonna do like. The official COVID no mas set, you know, like yeah, it's kind of silly. Right. The, the COVID sessions, yeah. <laughs> the secret cuts. 
Well, you guys have anything else to say? That's it. All right, guys. Well, many thanks fuck again. The and, uh, <laughs> fuck the police. Black Coming straight matter. from the underground. That's all I got to say. One That's last it. track. No Moss, my favorite track. It's one. And we're out of here. Thanks, guys. Thank again. You. Thank you so much.